Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Boulder. I'm also the founder of BBB Success Groups for ambitious entrepreneurs and extreme growth masterminds. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the business development, and the entrepreneurial development that you need in order to create the business growth that you desire. We're here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to tune in every Monday and Wednesday for mindset, attitude, personal performance, and of course, business growth content. And every Friday when we do our Friday five-minute fix. Subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. Okay, so today we are talking about emotional stability. We're talking about the importance of emotional stability, not just in life, but of course as business owners and entrepreneurs and the impact that it has on our overall well-being and also specifically in terms of our personal performance in our business, our ability to create successful businesses. So emotional stability, the life of an entrepreneur, I'll be honest with you, the life of a human being has its ups and downs anyway. Uh, the life of an entrepreneur definitely is a little bit of a roller coaster ride in and of itself. We certainly don't need to be adding to that chaos by bringing our own unique special brand of emotional instability to the mix. One of the things that you'll see over and over again with with, uh, successful people is the more successful they are, the more they're able to ride out the day-to-day ups and downs of life. And this is absolutely essential if you want to be able to go the distance, if you want to play the long game. You'll hear me say this over and over again. Success is a long game. There's only so much success that you can achieve today, this week, this month, or even this year. If you want long-term success, you're going to have to be in it the long term. If you want really big outcomes, you're going to have to work for them consistently year after year, maybe even decade after decade. To do that, you need to still be standing. You need to still be fighting. You still need to have the energy, the momentum, and the motivation to keep stepping up, stepping forward, and pushing yourself and your business forward. You need to be in it the long term. And if you lack emotional stability, what happens is you will inevitably burn out, okay? You'll also drive everybody else around you bloody crazy, and we'll talk about that as we go through today. So first of all, what do I mean by emotional stability? It's our ability to manage our emotional state. Now, this isn't to say that we have to become robots. It's just understanding that when we're in emotional states, we don't necessarily make the best decisions. Also, if we are reacting to the world around us, so when things are good, we're kind of hyper manic and like, yeah, nothing can stop me now. When things are bad, we're kind of in the pits and saying, oh my God, doom and gloom, it's all over, I wanna give up. When you've been in business for any amount of time, you understand that 
you have to ride these ups and downs. And Buddhism has this great saying, which I, I misquote, I'm sure, everywhere, which is, you know, and so this too will pass. In other words, any negative period you're going through, any real challenge or struggle you're going through, it will pass, okay? And you will get to the better times. You will get to when things are easier. Equally, of course, when things are going really, really well, they also will pass. And inevitably, there will be challenges and struggles that you have to face and you'll have to work through. So what happens with successful people is as they start to go through these ups and these downs, they start to realize that they shouldn't necessarily take either of them that seriously. Does this make sense? So the analogy I want to share with you today is one that I use, which is around football. Now, trust me, I'm not a particularly, I'm not particularly into football myself anyway, okay? So if you're not into football, don't worry, it's just an analogy. Um, but when I talk about this, I talk about the football and I talk about three key personalities around football. I talk about the football fan, I talk about the football player, and I talk about the football manager. And the football fan lives their life around football in 90-minute blocks, okay? So for 90 minutes, it's kind of like the ball's in play and they're riding high, okay? And it's like, yep, nothing can stop us now. They lose the ball and it's like, oh, no, we're going to lose everything. They score a goal and they think, yay, nothing can stop us now. We're going to win the whole game. We're going to win the whole season. We're the great, right? And they ride that high. Then, of course, they you know, concede a goal and it's like, oh, my God, it's all over. And, of course, it's fun for 90 minutes, right? Watching football or anything, riding that roller coaster for a short period of time is fun. It's the, hey, oh, hey, oh. it's okay. It's fun. We all enjoy a little bit of ups and downs. We all enjoy a little bit of a roller coaster ride every now and again. However, you can imagine the football fan isn't or doesn't need to be involved in the game any more than the 90 minutes they're watching. So in other words, they can afford to have 90 minutes a week where they're riding this insane roller coaster, right? So if you look at their curve, it's like, like it literally up and down and up and down and up and down, zigzags, you know? If you're looking at their peaks and troughs and peaks and troughs, every few seconds, every minute, you know, it's going from highs to lows and highs to lows. And what they're doing is they're reacting to the game unfolding in front of them. And of course, that's what you're meant to do. That's why it's entertainment, okay? And they're watching it and everything else. They're having some great times and bad times, but what they're having is this roller coaster ride, and that is part of the draw of any sport or any game or any film for that matter, any roller coaster ride. It's the ups and the downs. It's the fear and the exhilaration. It's the, the woes and the highs and the lows and the, does it make sense? So we absolutely love that in short, intense periods, but we wouldn't want to live on that roller coaster. So the football fan, roller coaster ride. The football player has to be a little bit calmer. So if the football player played football like the football fan watch football, it would be like when we were kids at school playing football at a school playground, which is, you know, one of, someone on your team would get the ball and everyone would charge after the ball thinking, you're going to score, we're going to score, we're going to score. And then as soon as we lost the ball, we'd all hang our heads and sulk that we were going to, you know, we'd lost the whole game again. So you can imagine if football players were like that, you know, literally, you know, going from these extremes of like, we're going to win the whole season, we're going to lose everything right now. You can imagine that obviously that kind of mental state is not conducive to playing it's obvious okay that when you watch any kind of sport the you want to keep your head now this is an interesting point okay an important point to to take note of in sport we see this over and over again in the commentary over and over again the importance of emotional stability so for example when you see a tennis player so the tennis players are playing tennis now 
a tennis player can be no more like no better at tennis from one game to the next or one set to the next or one match to the next, okay? Over seasons, over years, they can potentially obviously get better or worse at tennis. But from one game to the next, one match to the next, one set to the next, they can't be. And yet we see performance you know, go like, like through the roof and then we see it fall through the floor. We can see it over and over again, right? And then you'll hear the commentator telling you exactly what's going on. They know it's all about emotions, Billy. It's all about mindset. And you'll hear them. They say things like, it's important now that she keeps her head. It's important now that he doesn't lose his head. They could be saying that to anything, right? So they go one set up and then they'll say, right, you know what's really important now that they, don't, that, that, that they keep their head, they don't lose their head. The football team goes three goals up. They say, right, they're three ahead. It's three nil. It's all to play for. It's theirs in the bag, but they must keep it together. They must keep their heads. We say it over and over again, okay, but we don't really necessarily think about what that means in terms of performance. Now, if you watch a tennis player, you'll see the ebbs and flows. The ebbs and flows as their emotions take them on their own little roller coaster. And Tennis players, football players, all elite sports people have someone a bit like me, you know, a mindset guy sitting behind them, absolutely working on their mindset, their psychology and their emotional stability, holding their emotions in check. You're going for the winning point, the winning point of the match, right? Or the winning point of the set. It's set point, everything's to play for. All the stakes are really, really high. The pressure, right, the emotional, the pressure gets in. The pressure starts to build inside the player, and guess what? Bang, they hit it straight into the net two times in a row. It's the football player, like, taking the, the penalty, and it's the winning penalty. It's going to win them the game, win them the cup, win them whatever, right? It's the big penalty shoot out there. There, it's everything's riding on this penalty. They can hit that, they can hit that net all day long. All day long, they can shoot these all day long, Okay. They get there, the big moment comes, what do they do? Bang, they ping it up into the rafters or they hit the bar. Make sense? Or they ground it or they stick it straight at the goalkeeper. They train this over and over, hundreds, maybe even thousands of times. And yet when the pressure's on, we see people crumbling under that pressure. Now, of course, they're only human beings. And we're talking about the most intense pressure that probably human beings can be under, you know, in a kind of, you know, like in a sporting world, right? You're playing for the cup, you're playing for the championship, that kind of thing. The pressure's high. I once had a, a football guy, a, a guy that run a football coach for kids. And, uh, and he said to me, he said, my kids are really good. They play super well, but they keep choking on the big game. He said, what can I do? And I paused for a moment. I thought, and I said, you know what? Stop calling it the big game. The moment you think of it as the big game, the moment that happens, you're going to start to crumble. The pressure's on. And that's exactly what they did. We saw it. We, we, we see it in tennis. We see it in football. We see it in Formula One racing. We see it in sports. It's the basketball player, you know, who literally, you know, a thousand times in a row can get that ball straight in the net, okay? And yet we see them fluffing it when it's the big shot. Does this make sense? It's the person that can talk and present really, really well, but you put them on the big stage and they go to pieces, so why is emotional stability so important? It's because if the players don't have a degree of control over the emotions running through them, the emotions are playing out through their performance. And when we're there and we're running on real adrenals and we're there and we're playing the big game, the big shot, the big match, the big presentation, the big sales pitch, all the pressure's up. Our brain goes into this place where things like life and death and all the emotions are really high and they choke us. They choke our performance, they choke our thinking. 
They choke our ability to cognitively strategize in terms of our how to perform or how we should approach something. Does this make sense? We're going to fight and flight, and it absolutely fucks with our game. And it does it in sport, and we see it over and over again. It does it in our personal lives. We see it over and over again. It's the it's the, the the young lad that loses the ability to speak properly when he's confronted with the beautiful girl that he's had a crush on for the last six months. Does it make sense? So here we go. I want you to think about this for a moment. Football fan, crazy roller coaster, up and down, up and down. It's okay because the game is not built on their performance. They can enjoy the roller coaster, the reactive nature of watching the game. The football player, he cannot afford to be reactive to what's playing out on the field. If he's just reacting to what's going on, he's reacting, right? We have a saying which is action beats reaction. If you're reacting to circumstances, then the circumstances have to have the lead. So if they're reacting to as, as the game unfolds, they're no longer in control of the game. Also, as I said before, their performance will start to choke. Their cognitive abilities will start to choke. They have to keep their cool. You've heard it over and over again with the announcers. It's really important that he keeps his cool. The guy could be absolutely losing right now. It could be like, you know, it could be match point and he's about to lose the whole the whole game, right? Or he could be winning the whole game going for match point. The commentator will say the same thing. Really important he keeps his cool. Really important he keeps his head right now. Makes sense. Because both of those, it's about the performance and the impact, negative impact. It has not a personal performance when we don't have a hold over our own emotions. So then the third person we'll talk to you about is the manager. So when you look at the, let's take a football manager, for example, okay? Now I'm stereotyping here. I know we have different types, okay? But I want you to imagine the football player ups and downs, ups and downs, reactive to the game. The football player still ebbs and flows. You see, you see the energy coming and going. And despite having someone like me behind them talking about emotional stability and sports psychology, you still see it in tennis and that and Formula One. You'll see the ebbs and the flows, you know? But it's much more leveled out, but you'll still see the gameplay improve prove and get worse and you'll see them making stupid mistakes under pressure and all this sort of stuff. So you still see it, but it's nowhere near as crazy as the football fan. The football manager, however, typically is watching from the sidelines, arms crossed, kind of pretty neutral. Now, I know I'm stereotyping here, okay, for the purposes of this analogy. I'm well aware that there are plenty of managers that are also hysterical lunatics like fans. However, as a general rule, the manager keeps their head. Why? Because the manager knows that the goal or you know the goal they scored or the goal they've just let in means no more to this particular match right and it bears no real impact to the season as a whole okay than if they lose the game or if they win the game so they understand whilst they want to get the goal they want to win the game the tennis player coach that wants to win the match, for example, they understand the importance of every game, every point, every goal. They understand that. But they also understand that overall winning is not about this point, this goal, this particular match right now. They understand that long-term success is about all of those lined up, all of the moments, all of the, all of the goals, both scored and conceded, every game, they know they mount up over time. And what they, under, what they know is if they win well today, you'll hear them and they'll say, yeah, we did okay. Right? The fans are going crazy. I think they've won the whole league already, right? The players, yeah, really enjoying it, release and everything else. Football manager, yes, they're enjoying their win, but they're really subdued compared to the other two because they understand that today's win makes no more difference to the long-term success than if they'd lost today. 
So today's wins and losses don't really overall impact the long-term success that they're going to have with their team. And it's so important that you bring this into your own business, into your own life, because business people who have been around a little while, successful business people, they've seen the highs and they've seen the lows. They've lived through them over and over and over again. And they realize that the win today, the big sale today, is no more real is no more significant than the big loss of a sale today or the big loss of a client today. It might hurt today or it might feel great today, but over the terms we're talking about success, over a year, over five years, 10 years, over a lifetime, today's win is really no more important than yesterday's losses. Enjoy the wins. You can lick your wounds in the losses, but understand that really what we're playing is a much, much longer game. So in your business, you want to be much more the football manager than you are the football player, and you definitely don't want to be the football fan. If you're the football fan, this is the equivalent of someone responding to an email positively and you thinking you're going to be a millionaire, right? And then the next minute, you know, somebody ignores your phone call and you think, oh my God, I'm useless, I'm rubbish, and I'm never going to be successful. Now, it's possible you relate to these, okay? These are, whoa, 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 we're winning. Oh my God, we're losing. We're going to win everything. We're going to lose everything, right? You have to level that out to play a longer game. Number one, it is absolutely burning your adrenals out. It's absolutely burning your adrenals. It's exhausting to be living on that roller coaster. Number two, it's so irritating to be around people like this. Your people around you, they won't know what to make of you. They'll look at you, they'll start approaching you with caution. If you have a good day, you're having a bad day. Does this make sense? Okay. Also, of course, if you over like over reward yourself to, for today's successes, you forget to get out there and start training again tomorrow. What does a football manager do? You have a massive win today. He says, right, you know what? Enjoy it tonight, lads. Get back on the pitch tomorrow. Or if it's a massive win, you know, enjoy the weekend, back on training tomorrow or back on training on Monday. Formula One and that, you know, they go out, have a party, maybe whatever they do, right? One day later, two days later, three days later, bang, they're back out there again. They win the championships. They have a little tiny break. What do they do? They come back and start setting up for next season. So it's really important that you enjoy your highs. It's really important that you lick your wounds in the lows and you recover in those lows. It's okay to feel a bit shit every now and again. It's okay, right? You haven't got to be permanently fucking upbeat. Those people are irritating as well. It's about understanding that you will naturally go on these journeys of ebbs and flows. You'll naturally go on this journey of some highs and lows, but not allowing either of those to overly impact or affect you, okay? Enjoy the high, but don't get too caught up in the high. Lick your wounds in the low, but don't let the lows drag you down and lose you there. It's really important to understand this, okay? If you want to be successful in business, you've got to play a long game. And to play a long game, you need to still be out there performing long term. You can't do that if you're burnt out, your adrenals are burnt out, you're exhausted and you're knackered and everything else. You're going to struggle in life if you're just driving everyone nuts because you're like a football fan. Like, hey, everything's won, everything's lost, everything's won, everything's lost. You're going to drive everyone nuts. Also, just like the football player, you're going to start choking. Under those emotional highs and lows, okay, your performance absolutely suffers. So here's some of the effects that that kind of stress does, right, that adrenal response does. So it literally narrows your focus of vision. So you're able to see, if you want, less and less in the peripheral, 
This is like your hunting, your fight or flight response, okay? This isn't good in business. Sometimes it's good to have that tunnel focus, but actually to negotiate the landscape in business and in life, it's good to have that peripheral wider vision so you can see and you can maneuver in the wider picture. Does this make sense? Rather than just that completely narrow, tight vision that blocks you off from seeing everything else. Your ability to communicate goes down. You see a, a group of fans where they've just won the cup, they're, they're incapable of communicating. They're just jumping around and shouting and throwing beer at each other. They, they can't construct their words. You see uh, football players, you know, and they're really emotional sometimes at the end of the game. They can't find words. They can't speak. They can't even think clearly. You know, they're just like, I, I don't even know right now. I, I can't think right now. I've got to process this. They can't even think right now because their brain is shut down with all that emotion. Does this make sense? The higher your emotions are, the more your cognitive and your logic and your problem solving starts to go down. But what, what's going to win in business, okay? It's not the emotional highs and lows. It's not your emotions that are going to win in business. It's your ability to function, to make the right choices, better communicate, to adapt, to navigate your way around the landscape, both, both metaphorically and literally. And all of that is so much harder. Also, under that kind of stress and that kind of adrenaline, you also misinterpret people. So what happens is when someone says something to you or you read an email, you're highly likely to misinterpret what someone means, which means you're reacting inappropriate. You're also much more likely to have heightened levels of reactions, which are also going to be inappropriate. You know, heightened levels of anger response or defensiveness, all that sort of stuff is likely to fire off. You're far less likely to be able to judge the appropriateness of your responses. Your ability to communicate goes down, for words goes down, think clearly goes down, problem solving goes out the window, creativity goes out of the window. This is why it's so important in sport, they keep their heads, because if they keep their heads, their performance is better. In business, you keep your head, your performance is better. You lose your head, you lose your, your wits, you lose your creativity, you lose your cognitive abilities, you lose your ability to take control of your business and also to navigate business and life on your terms. You become reactionary to what's going on rather than the person that's creating the action in the business or in life or in the world around you. Absolutely imperative, okay? When you're under heightened levels of stress and everything else, it negatively impacts your personal performance. The more calm, the more emotionally stable you can be, you'll be higher performing, you'll function better, you'll be more creative, you'll have better responses, you better articulate yourself better, you're gonna burn out, well you won't burn out, I say burn out less, you won't burn out because you won't be burning anywhere near the same kind of levels. You'll be a much easier person to get along with, a much easier person to be around and you will still be standing five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever it takes in order to achieve your biggest goals. You have to learn to be emotional stability, step into the football manager kind of psyche. If you have a win today, enjoy the win, but understand that the win today no more impacts the long-term success of your business than the loss you're going to have maybe tomorrow or next week. When you have a loss today, understand this, lick your wounds. It's okay. You know, it's okay to not feel so great about that. Losing doesn't feel great. You can lick your wounds for a little bit. When I say a little bit, I'm talking about, you know, don't indulge yourself for weeks or anything, but it's okay to feel a bit shit in the moment, but don't allow that to affect your ability to be positive over the long term. You know, today's losses 
are no no more going to ruin your long-term success than today's successes are going to make your long-term success. When you start to really understand the long-term nature of success, you can start to iron out that crazy up and down, up and down, and you can start to bring that football manager energy to your business. It's not about this moment. It's not about this day, this week, and it probably isn't even about this year. It's about what you do consistently over the next five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever it's going to take to achieve your biggest, most wild ambitions and goals awesome guys thanks for that that is today's podcast food for thought keep yourself on the level a little bit more you can don't be a robot enjoy the highs lick your wounds and the lows do not allow that to dictate your overall perception of your long-term success your long-term future if you are a business owner currently doing under 100 grand and you want to know what it's going to take to hit 100 grand or more in the next 12 months or less get yourself onto the six-figure fast track this is a web that I've created specifically with the five-figure service-based business in mind and specifically around what it's going to take in order to hit 100k in the next 12 months or less. If you want to go and get that webinar, it's waiting for you right now. Go to biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. One word, fast track. Biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. The webinar there is waiting for you. I'll also put the link in the descriptions of this podcast. Go and check us out at Bigger Bright Boulder. Go and check out the Six Figure Fast Track. I will see you next time. And until then, as always, be successful. through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up 